Hello guys and welcome to episode 3 of What An Absolute Fit Show. Today I've got my first guest. I'm talking to my good friend and client Louise about body dysmorphia, why it's important to find the right people to train with and the right place to train and how scary the fitness industry can be at times. I really hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed recording it. I'll see you on the other side. lifting and we are clanging and banging some weight in the gym while we're going to have a little podcast and a little show going on at the same time so my first question for louise today right is what do you think of the fitness industry at the moment from a non-trainer non-coach point of view and it's actually an interest that i've got in asking people this question because if like most of the people that i know and talk to are either coaches yeah or clients or people that have got an invested interest mm. in the fitness industry i'm just wondering what your take on it is like it's terrifying you think it's terrifying absolutely terrifying that's really interesting okay, yeah why is it so terrifying what is it about because it's a case of it's quite intimidating yeah very it's, it, Massively. yeah hugely yeah. intimidating so I try and put myself in the mindset of someone that's walking into the gym for the first time. Yeah. And I still kind of feel that way. It's kind of like, you touched upon this not long back with me, actually. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's very similar to that. And I still feel that way when coming into the gym because... Um, you feel like an imposter coming in. Like what? Like yeah. you don't belong? It's not that I don't belong. It's, it's like I don't feel like I'm good enough to belong. Okay. Because I don't feel like I'm good enough at my sport yet. Right, but okay. what that does is that just pushes me further yeah. and keeps me going and going, and going, going towards and going. it. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I find it, the fitness industry is quite terrifying because it's like, you're never going to be as strong as, let's say, for instance, Janet, who weighs 60 kilo and she can snatch 60, yeah. 60 kilo, like yeah, it's yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you walk in and you see that and you're like, oh yeah, man, am I ever okay. going to be this way? Okay, yeah. So, and it's like, well... I don't know. Janet could have been training for ten years. You don't know. So you, you don't know. know. And so this is this is something that I've touched on before, and I want to touch on in, in later shows as well. And that's how we compare ourselves to other people all the time, yeah. instead of looking inwardly at our own goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who really gives a fuck what anybody else is doing? Yeah, yeah. We do. Obviously, we do. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Instagram and fucking facebook and tiktok wouldn't be a thing yeah yeah It'd just yeah. be you know i'm just focusing on me but mm. we don't we walk in right and we we walk into the gym and we assume that everybody's looking at us and what we're doing and yeah. looking at how weak we are and how shit we are when in fact no one cares not, nobody gives a shit <laughs> yeah they're yeah. too bothered about doing their own thing yeah yeah, yeah? and do you know what? a lot of the time is like when you walk into a gym and you think oh everyone's looking at me because um I don't belong here or I'm doing it wrong or yeah. I'm not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> Nine times out of ten they're looking at you because you look you fucking, look fucking awesome, mate. You look, yeah. you look awesome. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah, thing. That's yeah. what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And that brings me on to, right? Body confidence in the gym. Mm-hmm. Right? What's your take on you know, you get it all the time. Like, you know, you walk in, you've just said before, oh, when I walk in, I don't feel confident. Mm. Right. What can we do as an industry, coaches, to promote body confidence without also promoting an unhealthy you know living i 
don't know, to be honest, because I think a lot of it comes from within. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of it actually, you know, you did your, um, you did your caster last week on your, your why. Yeah. I think a lot of it is interlinked with that. Yeah. And I think it's very personal to each person. Yeah being in that mindset so i don't know how the industry could support it or yeah. how a coach or the you know um whatever yeah could actually support that i mean i guess seeing people's journeys is a good one that's one thing i actually love yeah so when you see someone that's like walked in um literally either it, it's either like um someone that's dead small and, and then is built into this monster yeah or quite a larger person who's lost, who's, a, lot of weight. Who's lost a lot of weight and done really well yeah. but the thing that I like seeing with that is sport related as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, not just the fact that the person's like lost the weight or gained the weight or whatever, but they can actually do something incredible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like CrossFit awesome. for instance. Yeah, yeah. CrossFit blows my mind. <laughs> no, it does. Blows my mind as well. Yeah, it absolutely. It, 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 I'm sorry, but people that do CrossFit, I've got so much respect for them. Yeah. Because not only can they lift heavy, they can walk on their hands. They can do ridiculous amounts of pull-ups they yeah. can do like muscle-ups and everything like yeah, that yeah. so they've like got absolutely everything so that's like one of my favorite things to see actually yeah, yeah. like crossfit yeah, yeah. and stuff so putting off random stuff yeah yeah stuff. yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, it's I like think... random as anything but it's like it is crossfit because it's crossing over everything yeah, yeah. Yeah. and my god they look incredible they do yeah all the time they do yeah. but a lot of the time a lot of crossfitters although you know i think everybody everybody gives a shit about what they look like if they're saying they oh don't yeah care what yeah they look, everybody comes to the gym and everybody exercises at least 50 percent of the time to look better naked oh yeah definitely yeah 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 That's yeah, the main yeah, yeah. so everybody gets so when people say oh i don't train to look better they're fucking full of shit yeah yeah but, yeah right having that or non-aesthetic point do you know what i mean to mm. actually work towards and that like oh i'm gonna try and get like my 500 meter row faster yeah. yeah or i'm going to try and lift heavier yeah, yeah yeah which may not have a direct carryover to how you look aesthetically mm. yeah but as a consequence of that you're going to look better aesthetically oh God, by yeah, putting yeah. on more muscle or losing more body fat and things like that yeah yeah so brings me on quite nicely that does to body dysmorphia but not body dysmorphia i'm not i don't want to get personal mm -hmm. on this one between like you and me and how we see ourselves with body dysmorphia it's more it's more as an industry, do you think it's got worse? And why do you think it's got worse? Because I certainly do. I think it's got, first off, I'll tell you what I think, right? Okay. I think body dysmorphia, I think most people that walk into a gym these yeah. days yeah. have got a, have got a slight body dysmorphia. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because they walk in and there's always somebody better, whether that's online, mm. whether that's on Instagram, social media, or whether that's in your gym, there's yeah. always going to be somebody better. And yeah. there's always going to be somebody bigger. There's always going to be somebody faster and can lift more. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it gets people riled up and it gets people into people's heads. And it's not a good thing no, at all. No, no. So I, I suppose, like, I suppose <coughs> I am going to ask some personal questions. Because, By all means. You know, it's something that you've, you've opened up to me about, about having body dysmorphia when you first started. And, you, yeah. know, not, you know, not being particularly happy in your in your body so i just want you to tell me your story i know it but for anybody that's going to listen just tell me your story and how you've actually managed to overcome that okay okay so let's start from the beginning from when you first stepped into a gym and the reasons why you stepped into a gym like in my last podcast i discussed why right okay i want to know your why okay then, right so you're happy to tell it 
Can I just do a snatch? Yeah, do a Let snatch. Let me think it other over. Thing, mate. Right. Do a snatch. Other thing. I'm going to move this because I'm pretty sure I'm cutting your head off here. <laughs> right, so let me get this on a little bit. That's the one. Cool. All right, right, good to go. All right, get right. that snatch in. By the way, if you're not if you're not watching this and you're just listening to it on Spotify or whatever, yeah, um, we're lifting. All right, that's why the word snatch is coming up quite a lot. <laughs> it's lifting, <an> lifting <laughs> movement. <laughs> it's not as dodgy as it sounds. No. Nice. That sound. That's sick. Really good. Right. Really, really good. Go on then. So, right, my story. The reason I walked into a gym was um, relationship breakup. Okay. Um, I'll do the short version of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with someone for five years. Yeah. Don't want to tar a name too much or anything okay. like that. Okay, but yeah, basically, yeah. I was with someone for five years um, and it didn't work out. Um, long story cut short, we uh, wanted different things and it, it broke my heart. Okay. So, break up diet was the first. That, that okay. was my why as okay. such. Um, yeah. So... I didn't feel great about myself um, and I was reflecting back over them five years of exactly how much I'd changed throughout them five years and I wanted to recapture how I used to be. Right. So I think it might have been a case of early set midlife crisis or something. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. uh, basically it was, do you know what? It was actually thinking about it now, loss of control. Okay. Complete and also loss of control. I felt like I lost control of my life because my life changed like that overnight. I'd gone from living in a two-bed house with a pet cat, a project car, driveway and all that, yeah. to renting a room with a single bed in it yeah. overnight. That okay. happened overnight. And okay. I, I lost control, definitely, 100%. Yeah. Lost control. And I thought to myself, it's the best way I can gain control. I know. I can destroy my body. And looking in the mirror... What I saw was quite a big girl. Like, I was probably not as big as I made myself out to be. No, I've seen pictures but, and I've, I've heard the way that you make, made yourself out to be. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't as bad as what you're no. saying. No. You know what I mean, it's, it's, it was, it may not have been the weight that you wanted to sit at naturally, but no. it was a weight that you potentially could have sat at naturally if you wanted yeah. to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't yeah. as, you know. Yeah. So. I mean, so. So basically, felt like I lost control. So, okay, how can I control it? I can control my body. And then that's when it really started kicking off. Okay. Um, so I dropped stupid amounts of weight. And I did everything the wrong way. 100%. Did it all the wrong way. Um, to the point where I was taking diet pills and I was actually being sick quite a bit with it as well. Because okay. I was taking diet pills, so I don't want to say which ones. No, but, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was taking yeah. them, and then I was thrown up straight after. Jesus. So I wasn't eating much. If I was to calculate my calories a day, yeah, 1,000, 1,200. Yeah. I mean, I will just say, before I let you carry on, that yeah. if anybody is potentially listening to this or watching this, and you're finding that you're maybe in the same sort of position, and you're doing the same sort of thing as what Lou has just described that she was doing, then like you need to go and speak to somebody you need to go and get that sorted out because you can't mm. carry on like that you've no. managed to get yourself out of that but there is help out there and yeah. i'll put in the description below some different um organizations and places that you can go and people that you can speak to yeah to help you to get out of that yeah cycle yeah yeah, yeah. it was dangerous yeah it was it was so dangerous and 
it, it was just unhealthy, extremely unhealthy. Yeah. And looking back, I was miserable. Yeah, a massively, bet, yeah. massively miserable. And I'm I was. Not, I'm not surprised, mate. To be honest with you, like, uh, do you know what I mean? If that's what's going on. And um, so I took I took myself down weight wise to seven and three quarters stone. Good deal. Yeah. yeah. So I dropped massively. Okay. And then it got to a point where it wasn't enough anymore. It wasn't enough. And even though I was this tiny person, and a mm. lot of people were saying to me, "Oh God, you're so small. You're so tiny. Like um, you, you know, your arms are absolutely ripped and stuff like that." Yeah. Still looking at myself in the mirror, all I could see was that woman pre-diet, the big girl. Yeah. That's all I could see. Yeah. And then that's when I was like, I, I need some help here. Yeah. And I did seek help. Yeah. I've, been, I've been through like all kinds of therapy and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so with, with that, a lot of it is related to the fact of what's going on up here. Mm -hmm. And my way of coping with trauma that I've had in my life kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Not just a relationship, it's all the, the things that I won't go into yeah, today, yeah, yeah. but... The only thing that you felt that you could control was what was going in and out of your mouth and the amount of activity that you could perform. That's it, to yeah. To change your body. And I kept going further and further and further because yeah. I could not unsee that girl that basically uh, got abandoned. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't unsee it. Yeah. And so that's why I kept going and going and going until I got to my point of where pretty much it was COVID, around about COVID era. Yeah. To where I couldn't go to the gym anymore, couldn't do it anymore. So um, I was sat at this same weight for a bit, and then once COVID was over, and then once I could go back to the gym, that's when I went back. To, that's when I really got into therapy, and we explored things and stuff like that. And a lot of it's down to down to control, um, down to a form of like punishment as well. Okay. Taking it out on myself, kind okay. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's what it was down that's, to. Yeah. So that's I hit my I hit my limit with it, and then I thought, okay, I've got to change. Okay. So after COVID, what happens? Mm? What happened after COVID? When you got back into the gym, was there a different mindset after the therapy? And wasn't stuff? quite there. Wasn't quite there. No, no, wasn't quite there. But it was getting better. Okay. Um, it was coming. Um, but it was still there. I was still having a bit of a battle with. The woman in the mirror. Yeah. Um, and so that's when I started powerlifting. Yeah. Because. And that's pretty much when we met, right? Um, was it a little bit before that? It was about a year before. Yeah. But okay, I, was, yeah. I was a bad powerlifter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. It was like yeah, my yeah. form was ridiculously stupid. Like, yeah, yeah. banana back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we knocked it out of me, though, yeah, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. We, we did. got it yeah, out yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of it was down to. Um, so what I did was I, I changed gyms as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to put in there a little bit. Sorry to sorry, no, no, put no, in no, your mid flow, but that can have a big effect. That can oh, have a big massive. effect, mate. Like if you're it's training in a gym that's got a bit of a toxic <coughs> atmosphere, mm. or a few toxic people in there that are going at the same time as you, mm. fucking hell, it can completely change your life. Completely change the way mm. that you train. Completely change the way that you look at yourself. Yeah. Like a big yeah. part of like your training is down to the community. Oh, in. massively. So, like, here now, do you know what I mean? In this gym that we're at, yeah. we know that we've got a fucking awesome community. Yeah. Yeah? There's loads of people, and all, everybody supports each other. Yeah, yeah, It's absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I love that. You know? So, yeah, you're right. It has got a massive, a massive deal. Like, well, that, that's it, because, like, the gym that I went to, there wasn't much community about it whatsoever. Yeah. It was basically, like, a, um, a revolving door. Literally, it was a revolving yeah. door. You walk in, it's a revolving door, yeah. but... 
that's an analogy for it. But no, that's how it was. It was basically just equipment, and that's it. That's all it was. Whereas here, like, this is my life, you know yeah. what I mean? This is 100%. Yeah. This place is my life. Yeah. Like, I've made so many friends here that are now friends for life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Um, so when I come here, I'm, like, really happy to be here. And one example I like to give you, obviously, you know, I've been ill for the yeah. past um, couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, when I came back from the first session, like, a lot of people were really happy to see yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found that really touching because you what you... It's rare to get something like that. It is. And it's just nice. It is. That's yeah. the only way I can describe yeah, it, just it nice. So yeah, you've got to find yourself the right gym as well. Mm. The right people to train with. Yeah, yeah. to support you yeah, yeah. through it as well, you know? That's uh, it. Everybody bigging each other up. That's what you want. You don't really want yeah. people sort of, you know, putting you down and stuff. You want to, yeah. you want a good community that's going to build you up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. So after you started powerlifting, yes. and I'm assuming that's probably when... I mean, tell me otherwise, but that's when that shift started from being all about aesthetics and how you look to actually what your body can do. Yeah, I'll tell you what shifted me. So I remember it to this day, actually. I could not get a bench. And the bench that I could not get was 47.5. Okay. Right? Yeah. Two weeks prior, I knocked out 50. But... I could not get 47.5 and I tore myself to shreds over that. Yeah. Absolutely ripped myself to shreds. Then my squat started failing and then my uh, deadlift started going as well. And I was gutted about my deadlift because right. they were my favourites. Yeah, so yeah. that was my wake up moment. My yeah. wake up moment was you can't continue this way yeah, yeah. because your body is not going to allow you to do this. Mm -hmm. Something's got to give. Yeah. So I thought, Right, okay, I haven't got the right mindset to bulk at the minute or yeah. change my uh, diet at the minute because whilst still training powerlifting at that point, I was on a deficit of 1,400, 1,500. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying okay. to powerlift. It's not yeah, normal. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the wrong way of doing things. But I was so obsessed with staying shredded. Yeah. I went that way. Yeah. So. You were just going to plateau. Yeah, yeah. Point, I was never going to get anywhere. Yeah. So it got what changed it for me. To be honest, it's Olympic lifting. Okay. 100% Olympic lifting. Like, yeah, yeah. I get a lot more pleasure out of Olympic lifting. Yeah. It feels nice, and I feel strong doing it. Constantly learning, and you're never going to master it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're, you're never going to. No, no, it's always going to yeah. be a continual battle. Whereas yeah. with powerlifting, it was a case of you can go far with it. Do you know what I mean? You can yeah. keep going and going and yeah, going and yeah, going, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. will eventually hit your plateau. Yeah. Whereas with Olympic lifting, you know, the sky's the limit. Yeah, you got all that. You're never, yeah. you're never going to get the perfect snatch. Absolutely. No, well, there you go. Says, I don't know. <laughs> well. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I had a load of questions written for you, but your story has just covered most of them, right? Oh, right okay. There's probably like one that like, why would, why would you want to focus on aesthetic goals? Sorry. Why would you want to focus on fitness goals over aesthetic goals? And what have you actually got out of it like do you think that it's it's obviously had a positive impact on your mindset and your mm. outlook going from oh this is how i want to look this is how i want to look to mm. this is what i want to lift this is what i want to lift yeah you know like what advice would you give to anybody that's in that sort of i want to all i want to do is lose some weight or all i want to do is put muscle on right mm. would you would you give that advice to say like well maybe you should look at potentially finding a fitness related goal over just being totally obsessed with your aesthetic goal because mm. for me 
like I will tell most of my clients that come in that are like, right, okay, I want to lose some weight. And I'll be like, okay, instead of just focusing on that, let's focus on you achieving this goal, whatever the goal is, whether it's like, okay, let's, let's maybe try and get that 500 meter row. Yeah, 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 yeah. In a better time. Or let's try, you know, even if it is high, sort of like high volume um, hit training or whatever it is, mm. let's, let's focus in on getting better at that rather than just always being on the scales and stuff. And I, I've said to you before, you know, I'm going to take your scales off you yeah, and put them in my boot. Do you know what I mean? Start you from weighing yourself <laughs> and stuff because I wanted you to come away from just looking at aesthetics and how yeah. you look and focus more on. So do you think that's helped your mindset a lot in training and you coming to the gym? To be honest, yeah, having the way I like to call it, it you know, one of my friends said this to me not long back, but it's something to scratch your brain. Yeah. Something to itch your yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah. And okay, yeah. with Olympic lifting, it itches my brain. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. I like I said, I find the movement yeah. and everything about it like really stimulating well, that's the only way i can yeah. say I mean, it i am really i'm really glad that you have found something yeah yeah you're gonna do a little you're gonna do a little snatchy snatch now go on go on it's been staring at me yeah <sighs> nice oh that was a bit more of a power one yeah, wasn't all right, it? All right get that overhead squat in as well <sighs> That's it. Awesome. Ask the grass, mate. Ask go on. Go on. Go on. Yes. Yeah. Love nice. That. All right. So I'm gonna actually, I'm actually gonna start to wrap it up a bit because I yeah, think yeah, sure, sure. most of the information that like I want you pretty much poured your heart out and told me more than I ever thought that you would, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it's good that you actually feel comfortable around me to tell me that and comfortable yeah, yeah. to put it out onto the podcast. For sure. I want to ask you two more questions. These are questions that I'm gonna ask every single guest. Right. Yeah. I'll come on. Right. Number one. What's your favourite music to train to? Metal. Metal music, okay. Anything mm. in particular? Got anything uh, out there that you listen to at the moment? <laughs> um, sl uh, Slipknot. You like Slipknot? Yeah. All right, sweet. Slipknot. Um, some Slipknot. Sick. Yeah. Probably sick. Oh, Bad Omens. I'm obsessed with them at the yeah. minute as well. Yeah. Or well, anything that's like screamy. Anything and like, <laughs> so I, I, at the moment, I'm completely different, right? So I used to be like that. I don't, for me, it was either metal music or drum and bass, okay? All right. But... Now I've started like if I've got a heavy lift or something that I'm constantly so say let's do say I'm doing some Olympic lifting for example yeah. right I find that like metal music or drum and bass or any music that's got like a drop yeah, yeah. has got yes. that's like my for me that's like my hype man it gets me too hyped yeah. and I'm like ah let's go right <laughs> and I'll I'll grip the bar and I'll rip the bar and I will uh, fail most of the time yeah, I'm not yeah, thought yeah. about it. Whereas yeah. if I'm just listening to a podcast or an audio book, right, ah. my mind's almost clear. My mind's clear and I can approach that bar and I can do mm. that. And then if I'm doing like some sort of Metcon or CrossFit workout or whatever or resistance training, I'm mostly listening to country music at the moment because it's chilling me out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah? So it's weird, isn't it? Different yeah. vibes. Different well, that's vibes it. That. Yeah, so, yeah. Awesome. Last question. Okay. Right. So you're going to give me a workout. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I'm going to make my next guest do it with me. Who's your next guest? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I reckon, so we've done a session before this. All and right. We did a complex, didn't we? Yeah? Yes. So we called it the Lou complex. So what it is, is one full snatch, uh -huh. followed by one hang power snatch, yep. followed by an overhead squat, followed by a snatch balance. Yeah. Right? So we say, shall we say that that's going to be your workout to do? Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. yeah. So the next person that comes on, right? while I'm interviewing them, he's going to be doing your complex. 
Or right. I'm also going to be teaching them to do your complex. Do you know what? Just that. Yeah. The fact that you called it the Lou complex was awesome. Yeah. And that actually shows that you care about your clients. Well, you know. And <laughs> that's what I like yeah. really like about All you. Right. Is the fact that you did doing something like that, everyone loves to feel special. Yeah. Everyone loves to feel like they matter. So by doing a loot complex, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, it's made me feel like really good to be fair. So awesome. let's say if you know a client's called, I don't know, John, yeah, make a complex with John, make something special for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like awesome. watch what he does yeah, yeah. and like what he's best at, yeah. what makes him feel good. Yeah. John complex. Yeah, yeah. Or John's complex. workout. Yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. that he really likes doing. Yeah, he yeah. can come in and then do it. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's so, it, yeah. Yeah, and then pass it on to other people. Well, that's it, because I found one thing that really helps in like the fitness industry is actually building trust. Mm. That's huge. Yeah. That is absolutely massive. massive. Yeah, so if you, can, if you can trust your PT or your partner or someone that you're training with, they'll open up to you more. Yeah. And then they'll be able to, you, you might be able to help them go down a different direction. So like, I can only use myself as an example, like, because I trust you. And when you said to me, come on, let's give Olympic lifting a go. Yeah. All right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I trust you. I'll yeah. do it. Let's okay, do yeah, it. Yeah. And now I'm just obsessed with it. Obsessed with it. Yeah. So if, if like that trust can be built, then you can really, so to build the trust, get to know the person, find out their whys, get into them and then push them on their path, whether that be powerlifting, strong woman, yeah. cross, crazy crossfitters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? So yeah. that that that's what's helped me oh, having absolutely. that having that trust with you yeah. and building that relationship with you, so I can open up to you. You can understand me, and the fact that you've got the time and patience to understand me, I can like let myself go with you, and therefore we can look at right. Okay, we know why. We know why she's upset and hurting. Let's help her out and let's take her forward into something that she's really going to be good at one day. Awesome. Because I know eventually. Once I drop my ass a bit more, <laughs> I know eventually if I put my heart, mind, body and soul and everything into this, I'll get good at it. Awesome. I know I will. Awesome. So it's, I uh, know you will. Yes. I know you will. Awesome, Luke. Thank you very much. I'm going to so uh, draw a line there and we'll finish. Thanks for coming. All right. No problem. Okay, guys. Thank you very much for listening to episode three. I just want to take a, a little bit of time just to thank Louise for opening up and talking about her personal journey with body dysmorphia um, I didn't think she was going to open up that much about it but I think it's something that people can listen to and people can relate to so I really hope that um, you guys got some out of that show thank you very much for listening again and I will see you in episode four